Hey everybody, welcome back to a new episode of Oklahoma Life, reviewing uh, Mandalorian. What is this, chapter 14 now? Mm-hmm. Is that right? I don't know if I can know. I think so, I think last time. I think it's chapter 14. Uh, it's chapter 15. Is it? Let's go take a look. Fuck, I don't know. No, 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 because we're working to 16. It's, yeah, 14. it's 14. Yeah, the tragedy. Right. Um, it's episode 6, season of, 2. Correct, yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's start with before we even get too uh, deep into it. Um, not a filler episode. Not a filler episode, which I did call. Yeah, I, <laughs> I really thought it was going to be a filler episode. I was like, oh, this next one's going to be. They're going to have to, you know, bullshit around. For yeah, the last they've only two. got three episodes left. This one has had to deliver something. And, and yeah. uh, I'll take credit for Baby Yoda kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. So. The tragedy of it, uh, we'll, we'll talk into a few minutes. Let's let's get back to uh, where the entire thing starts. Um, you know, they had that little bit of a bonding moment in, in the ship, and um, you know, uh, the Mandal- Grogu, <laughs> right? He says it again, well, and he's like, it, Grogu, <laughs> you're so ridiculous. Um, so when he's trying to like get him to take the thing again, he's the ball. like, yeah, take he's the ball. He's like, do it, kid. Fucking do it. Uh, you can do it. Go ahead. Yeah. Interesting little piece there. Uh, do you think that is just him trying to strengthen the bond or like, hey, this is a cool little magic trick I taught my dog? Because that's a really the feeling I got from it was like, you know, just doing it because it was a cool thing to do. Maybe, I don't know. I'm not a parent, so I the only thing I can assume is like the dog thing, but I would assume it's like when you teach your kids something that they don't understand like yet, they like don't fully Drill grasp in. What, they're, what they're doing and how cool it is. And you're yeah. like, okay, let's... Let's, Let's do, do it, it again. again. Like, come on. That's what I got from it. Yeah. But then whenever he was like, he hit the whole like, uh, he's like, that nabbit kid. Yeah, right. I didn't, I kind of didn't really understand why, why he was upset. I understood he was like, you're training, but I didn't really get why he was upset. So Dang Ferrick is basically, they're like, holy shit. Right. So he still doesn't believe, in my opinion, that it's happening. So mm-hmm. what it is, because it's, he was it, a- it's, it's like whenever your kid does something that's beyond what you expect them to do, and then you're like, holy shit, that just happened. They're like, oh my God, he cussed at me. No, that's it, it startled me. Like, okay. I still, that that's what I got from him. He's like, no, you didn't do anything wrong. So he was trying to comfort him. That's how I kind of took uh, right. it. Um, I would equate it to first words. Mm. Um, he learned his name. Yeah, you know, so there's that newfound little. Ooh, I know you better now. Right, you right. <laughs> <laughs> you have a name. You know what happens when you mm-hmm. give it a name, right? Yep, exactly. Can't eat it. Um, uh, so. ish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Unless it's a little teacup pig, and his name is Chris. Middle initial P, last name Bacon. Bacon. Still my greatest thing. That's so funny. Have you ever seen that, Wendell? The, the little pig on the news? Yeah. Chris P. Bacon. Where the guy just came the news together. I wouldn't be able to either. <laughs> he peed all over the floor. Because that's the first time he saw it. It's what makes it so good. Uh, it's like he hadn't seen the story before. He's like, Crispy Bacon. <laughs> it's so good. Um, so they're headed to Typhon, um, which is where right. this little... Uh, I don't want to call it a temple. I don't know. Shrine, I think, is probably the best term Which, for it. Also, um, didn't we say that this was going to be a snow planet? It, it was mountainous, not snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was the issue. Sorry about that. I think we caught it in spring. Yeah, yeah right? Exactly. Um, Could have been snow, motherfucker. Come at me. You know. So, first thing I have to ask is, how did he find it so quickly on a giant fucking planet with no actual like beacons or cities around? 
first fucking question and that was one of those things that i saw i was like you know he's like oh yeah we're gonna land and oh look there it is like he found it so fucking e- it's a planet dude if- like i'll tell you what i'm gonna give you a jet i want you to go from here to the himalayas okay does it not help that i know exactly where they're at yeah it does okay but you have to fly there oh, okay from here mm-hmm. with never actually flying before out there oh, yeah, you know sense. and it's just like the fuck how did you get there like if we go well off- she tells him what to look for and where it is so maybe she gives him some kind of coordinates off something this is where it should be kind yeah of thing. they and, they had to have done that off yeah, screen or something or maybe it's at the high point i was gonna say or we could go with what qui-gon says and hmm. the force willed it okay so it's just like he's gonna show up right where he needs to be maybe yeah. i mean i don't think the force made qui-gon meet anakin but I think Qui Gon is just a, zeal, a zealot. He did bring balance to the Force, where it was only like one Jedi and one Sith. I'm just saying. I thought it was the um, fact. <laughs> we I, I, hey, listen. <laughs> I we he brought up balance to the Force. I thought it was Luke who was <laughs> who brought balance. No, it, it was supposed to be uh, Anakin. But, um, anyways, so they they get dropped down there. He he takes the kid up there. Um, puts him on the altar, whatever you want to call it, the uh, the standing stone or whatever it is, um, and kind of like hangs out for a half second. The kid's like, I don't know, whatever. I'm going to rock. Yeah, and then, you know, you see Boba's ship go by. Um, that moment right there, I think everybody was like, oh, Boba's back. Boba's back. Slave one. Yeah, slave one. That's right. Um, that part right there, whenever he's like, he looks up and he's like, shit like he knew stuff was going down which i thought was really excellent um for him to do that so then he goes and uh starts like oh you stay here kid do your thing whatever um and then we'll get into all the other stuff but uh do you think uh grogu knew how to activate it or is that just like you put any jedi in there it's going to activate like i was wondering about this kind of thing um like how did the the how did he know how to activate the the thing or does it just auto activate if a jedi sits on it i do think that it it's like that like after time being force sensitive as grogu is or mm-hmm. anyone in that i think after time they would start to slowly activate it and not know it hmm. because anakin I, I just watched the first episode, so yeah. so like Ant, like whenever they're explaining things to Anakin, like oh you can do this because of this, mm-hmm. and you only know that you don't know that you're doing it. So I right. assume that like Grogu did it and just at Didn't first know. was like, oh, okay. Well, just keep going with it. Well, then he went into that little mantra man <laughs> thing. He was oh. like, yeah. So uh, I believe it's just like how Luke trained Ray. Okay. Whenever she sat down on the stone, he was trying to get her to meditate and reach out. Mm-hmm. I think you see him take his little mm-hmm. Grogu hand and spread it out over the rock mm-hmm. and start to connect with the Force. So I think he he felt it was knew a what he was doing. Place. He either knew what he was doing or he knew he needed to connect there, mm-hmm. and that whatever was supposed to happen, I guess he just trusted it. Or and see, I was wondering if it was more like, um, have you ever been around a high voltage anything? Oh yeah, well you feel the electricity. Yeah, yeah, and I wonder if it's something like that. I would assume so because it's supposed to be a high point. I, I assume it's kind of like Stonehenge. Yeah, you know where it has that just extra energy yeah and there's you know, a feel there's something special about that place on earth mm-hmm. or that place on this planet right and so that's where everything comes to a focus so i would assume that it has a different 
feel to it yes yeah yeah that's kind of what my expectation was um so fast forward boba is back um obviously and we talked about this previously he's gonna want his armor back um but the mandalorian sees him in tuscan raider outfit not gonna be willing to give it up um what were your thoughts on the the whole like little like mando wanting to protect the armor like i understand it's a way of life but like there was this little dichotomy in there where he's like you're not fucking getting it It doesn't matter like i don't fucking know you right right like what were your thoughts on that like was it obviously he's not going to give it up to anybody but how would you verify that that was actually somebody's armor until he does obviously but like what are your thoughts on mando right there because like there was no conversation no It, it wasn't he wasn't having it well and the the whole point behind it was the fact that there was no proof and he i don't even know that the mandalorian is aware that he could do what ends up happening later for mm-hmm. verification purposes. Right, this is my family tree. Yeah. Oh, right, exactly. So, I mean, those are kind of my thoughts on it. I think he's just trying to adhere to what he knows to be true mm-hmm. still, and so there's still that original Mando mm-hmm. in there somewhere. And so at times, that was it right he, he kind of shows himself yeah. where, you know, there's still room to grow. And so I think this is going to help alleviate a lot of that, in my opinion. Okay. What do you have, Wendell? I thought, I I agree. It was, you know, Bubba walked up and was like, hey, give me my fucking armor. And then they just, it it was just, give me my armor. No. Give me my armor, though. No. And and Bubba never was like, hey, uh, actually, it was my father's, and he was a Mandalorian, and he got betrayed, or blah, blah, blah. I can't remember what happened to him. But, you know, in explaining everything, and then... the Mandalorian being able to go like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So I think, you know what the actual, I th- in my opinion, I think the, the um, I would say the, the more interesting thing of that encounter, though, uh, was the chick sniper yeah. um, who Boba Fett saved um, and repaired like a boss, accordingly. Um, and what's really interesting there is like there was a lot of work done in there. Yeah, Fennec. Right. So I wonder, and this is just, you know, generally speaking, um, is that what is that her name was? Fennec? It's something Fennec, I believe is um, the last name. You know, I like, ha- I, yeah, we'll have to look it up. The uh, entire situation with that chick, you know, you want you up? My headphones don't just. Oh, out. sorry. I don't know. I think I didn't want to. I don't know which one it is. Uh, that's down, you. Down though. Thank you. you. That's fine. Sorry. Um. So what? What's interesting is about um that girl coming back there, and obviously, um, it didn't seem like there was as much ill will there, even though Mando left her to die. Right. Like I really saw her being like a grudge kind of person, and she seemed really okay with Mando. Like that was the part that I saw, and I was like she should be really fucking pissed at this dude. Like, she, in my opinion, would be out for blood on him. So, because, and this is what I'm wondering, because Boba saved her, and Boba needs something from him, like, is her, like, vengeance pacified with Boba needing something? That's what I would think, too. Is It's along the lines of, like, I don't know, uh... Dobby, not Dobby, that's Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, Smeagol, you know, killing Gollum and finally being like, oh, 
I'm you're my master now because of the ring. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if she's like you're my master because you fix me and since you need something, I'm not going to do anything. I mean, but she also was very just like, "What's up? Hey, you got a good, you got a clean ear. You heard me." Yeah, and it was that was the weird part to me of this episode. Like, I liked everything up until that exchange with her, and I was kind of like, "Huh, huh, huh, huh." But then, uh, right before he actually went back down, though, is whenever he saw uh, what's his name in the force actually getting the whole like little you know zap treatment or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, so that was before he actually found Boba. Yeah, he got the quick zap. And yeah, he then, got the quick zap, and, and he's like, all right, cool. I'm going to go see what's going on. Hey, you show. stay here. I'm going to buy <laughs> yeah, you some time. Yeah. Um, so that was an interesting thing. Was, like, was that a physical manifestation of the Force? Because like, I don't think I've ever seen something back him off like that kind of thing before. Yeah, I, I would assume it's it's the Force. Like, an actual physical manifestation, though, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because like, you always see Force lightning. You see... Um, like force pushes, but it doesn't have anything. Force chokes, you don't see anything. This was an actual barrier. I would assume, you know, I, I'm sure that that can actually happen. It's probably like a, I don't, I don't know how to to put it into something that I know of other than Skyrim, and it's mm. just a ward spell. Well, no, I agree with you, but this is the first time I think we've ever we've seen, seen a it. physical manifestation yeah. of it. I'm sure that that's been a thing. It, it has been a thing for a while. But this is the first time we've seen it actually yeah. be something. Like, we've seen a color and a, an actual barrier. Whereas, you know, like, you would try and it would mm-hmm. just be empty space and you'd be like... Yeah, right. Pushing on it. Yeah, and that that's what's really interesting to me is that um, I, I don't think... Like, and I was trying to think back on it. Um, because if that was something that they could do, you would have seen it, you know, somebody creating a shield. True. You know, and nobody ever does a shield. They, they ricochet shots and they do all kinds of shit. Um, but there's never been like a force shield. I wonder if it's because of their fighting style. Because Jedi Could started be. out obviously as use they were knights. They yeah, used yeah. swords, right, right. and they never they didn't un- well they understood the Blasters force, but yeah. a thing. And then as time went on, and like the first lightsabers came out and stuff like that, um, they like there there was an, a, a huge burst of like different fighting. Like Yoda fights different than Mace Windu. Right, Mace Windu fights different than Obi Wan. Like Obi Wan is amazing at having the low ground. Right. I mean, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you probably know that already because you. I seen, have the high ground, and then Anakin jumps. Yeah, yeah. Giving up Obi Wan the, the low <laughs> ground. Yeah, <laughs> giving up. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, I don't. Maybe it's like a, a a thing that you don't do. What you put up a shield? Maybe it's like a a, a dishonorable thing. But then I would think but then, that like, why didn't you would do use, it? Well, but then I would think of it the other way though. Is like you would use it to protect somebody. Somebody. See that you yeah. know because there's so many times they go out in the open with this people. This could be like a thing that just it only happens here. Yeah. The only thing I was trying to think of like other things that we've seen. Like I know that Darth Vader he can lengthen and shorten his lightsaber with right. the force, and yep. he always pushes his uh, cape with the force, right. and yeah, like dramatic effect. I'm, I'm, Thanks, I'm trying to think of like other things that. Yeah, but we've never seen a physical manifestation. Physical, I'm, that's, I'm just and on to top of it, it was a shield, basically. Yeah. Which I don't think has ever been a thing. I it mean, could. It, we know that Metaclorians are a life force. They could have just been protecting them because maybe maybe they don't understand anything other than a microscopic scale, and they just knew something was trying to interfere, and they were like, no. Anti-fire moment for a second. I hate the idea that Metaclorians are, are a thing. I 
I'm not a fan of I'm, this. Again, I re- I'm going to watch all those Star Wars episodes. Yeah, I'm through. not a fan of this. Um, so no, sorry. the main point of it, I think, is that whatever was being generated, whatever energy that was, mm-hmm. and how it was being shot out as a signal, mm-hmm. I think in order for him to break through, he would have had to have like some kind of ability to get through that wave kind of like a sound wave where it's right. uninterrupted and it's so powerful that you can't get through right it. so i don't know if it was necessarily the force but i think that's what was powering whatever yeah. the signal it was, was a manifestation was yeah no i understand yeah, yeah uh-huh. and he could not break through it was an absolute barrier yeah and you know i was in again like i i just found that to be just a really interesting thing i yeah. i don't know like i you know, i didn't even do any research on this episode i should have um, one of the things I think that uh, would have been different, though, is like if he would have had maybe if he was force sensitive of some kind. I think this is where probably the difference is saying that he's not. I think if he was force sensitive of some kind, he probably would have been able to get some kind of reaction differently versus just being kicked back. So I do not think at this point Mando is force sensitive. There was always that question of was he force sensitive? I think to me in this episode it proved that he's not. I agree. You know, I I I believe just because that, of the reaction. I believe that somewhere everyone has metachlorians, but it's only certain individuals have so sure. much where it's possible. Woke. So yeah. Right. <laughs> so I, I'm. Is Mando woke? Is what you're saying? I, no, I'm. I, I agree. I don't think Mandalorian has any if yeah, at all. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think he is. So um, he gets his ass kicked by the uh, the four shield and decides to head back down. Uh, meets up with. Uh, did you find her name? Yeah, it's Finnick Shand. Okay, so Finnick um, Odair. Um, you're welcome. Uh, so he he meets up with Finnick and Boba. Um, you know, she's obviously a crack shot. He knows that. Right. Um, she has her sights set on the child. Right. What happens if she would have pulled the trigger? Does it penetrate the force? Right. I, I don't think so, but I don't think Mando's willing to risk it. Well, no, I agree with you. He's not going to risk it. Have but, so. like, did did he consider it? I don't think he did. Did Luke move the the shot with the force? What shot? Whenever he sh- the exhaust port shot. Oh, uh, did he maybe. use the force? Because I remember at a time you hear Obi Wan going, "Use the force, Luke." Right when uh, I think it was happen? just to target it and feel it and all you that. You think so? I was um, gonna say if I he, don't think he actually shaped the shot. If that's your question, he didn't pull a wanted. I was about to say if because if he did, then I would fully expect if she shot at it, it would just. Yeah. No, I think that's the case, anyways. Um, so she's got the shot up there. Boba wants his shit back. Um, in which case. You know, this is where the first dichotomy really happens is that between the two of them, um, he's trying to feel it out and they're trying to make an uh, understanding of what's going on. Um, I don't think um, really a whole lot in that instant was really important um, up until the other ship shows up, right? There was a lot of talking, there was a lot of back and forth and, and everything else. Um, you know, Chick showing like, oh yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, I can kill you and blah, blah, blah. What really stood out to me is whenever the other ship showed up, mm-hmm. right? And then um, watching Boba go to work with that uh, um, staff, dude. Yeah, that was insane. That was the highlight of that episode to me. Like, he went to fucking work. 
Like he was busting armor in, in like nobody's business. You could see the hammer set up with the little spike on it and then using the spear end and bro bro like it before you see the the tuscan raiders holding their little things mm-hmm. and he's like oh yeah you guys can't do shit with that boba took it to the next level dude that was epic mm-hmm. that was probably the best hand-to-hand combat we've seen well and what's interesting too is this is the first time you've seen a grown boba without his helmet I mean, oh yeah. So the last two times we've seen him, but he's always been blasters and yeah, absolutely. It's never been hand to hand combat, so he's obviously matured and become a completely different Boba than what we were left with falling into the Sarlacc pit, right? And so to see this, he had to survive differently. Yeah, to see this character and how he's going to advance forward, man, I'm intrigued. And you're right, he he was, was a badass yeah mando, mando took a little step back to beta male <laughs> <laughs> he, t- he took a, he took a half step back to you're beta not male. wrong you're not and wrong. alpha dog has shown his right yeah like he's got that yeah. old man strength dude dude he's i'm got telling that you fight. don't mess with that dude over 50 I, dude he's I, here to kill you and that's all he's here for yeah like there is no question to me like oh i think there's a lot of information that we're not getting from him Mainly, I think Boba has spent a lot of time with Tusken Raiders. Or 20 Raiders. years? We, we don't know if he's been with them that long, but we know that he spent at least some time. Yeah. Right? Well, and he's I, had access to his ship, so he hasn't always been on Tatooine either. And so I was thinking about mm-hmm. that, too. Like, So Tatooine is where the, the Raiders are, and he spent a decent amount of time there. So did he know, and, and that's the exact point, is that did he know where his armor was prior to that? Is like that the situation the first time he saw his armor was whenever Mando got it? Is that what happened? It could have been him looking for a Mandalorian. Because if he would have known that the fucking Jawas had the it, Jawas had it, he, he would have murked those little bitches. I, I th- the only way I can think of him not getting his armor back that quickly, knowing where it was at, was he didn't. And he just heard through Jawas, maybe. Readers. I can't wait to see what happens whenever we understand how he survived the Sarlacc. Yeah. Well, because, you saw his face. I mean, it's well, all no, scarred and beat that, but, up. And, yeah. But did his armor come off then? How long was he inside the Sarlacc without the armor? Did he only survive as long as he did because of the armor? Was did he, he fight his the, way from the inside out? Was he eating the Sarlacc to stay alive inside the Sarlacc while the Sarlacc was trying to eat him? You know, there, there's yeah. Well, and then the other question to it, though, is like, so they had mentioned in the previous episode, there's no such thing as an abandoned Sarlacc pit. Right, unless you eat the Sarlacc. So was that like just perfect timing? Did he just not get digested because fucking crazy shark thing ate the Sarlacc? Perfect timing. We don't know. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like, that's what it seems like. You know, and that may be the thing. Well, but they also say that the Sarlacc keeps you alive for a thousand years while right. it digests Digest you. you, yeah. And, you know, you're asking how does it keep you alive because it's fucking Star Wars. And that's what <laughs> that's what George said. That, yeah, that's just the way this works. That's just how this works, yeah. son. But yeah, I know that um, seeing their armor, and uh, I thought I thought the blaster war uh, with Finnick was well done. I thought she was, you I, know, the only thing that kind of irritated me about her was whenever they busted out the fifty cal. Oh yeah, and then she was running across the top, and I'm like, just jump off the backside, just jump off the backside. Not only that, oh, it's from like, the front, yeah. Not only that, that it's was like not a good scene. People yeah. don't know how to lead shots. If you're shooting at someone and they're running for a very long time and you notice you're hitting right below them or right behind them, maybe Adjust you should just your aim. 
Yeah. Yeah. She'll just move it in front of her. She'll move in front of it. I promise you. She's running. Yeah. She can't stop as fast but, as you can quickly that fight, make that change. Yes. But that fight was, I agree, very well done. It, the whole time I felt like, I was like, oh, she might die here. Like, oh my goodness. Oh, oh. Okay. She's fine. Well, even if she died, though, at this point, like, Boba's got her. It's fine. Like, yeah. Yeah. Rejuvenated. Like, yeah, you know, but one of the things that was interesting whenever the uh, second wave kind of arrived, so she killed basically everybody in the first wave. It was like, okay, cool. Second wave show up, be like, bitch, like seriously. And Mando um, finally wakes up from his KO. Yeah, and he starts working his way down. Okay, here's the other thing. I know that Boba made him take the jetpack off whenever they were initially talking. And Why did yeah. he grab it? Why did he not grab it? Pick that shit back up. Well, and then the other thing, though, you know, and this was one of those things that, like, I was playing it out in my head. Right, and and I was trying to understand um, the moves from Moff Gideon because, like, in my opinion, Moff Gideon is supposed to be like the tactician, right? Like that's how I view him so far. Um, he's trying to make the the long term plan out there. So, like, obviously, he gets the guys that come down, take the uh, um, baby Yoda and run, Gurgu. Um, but the thing that that kills me is he blew up the ship, which he already had a tracker on, which nobody else knew there was a tracker on it. So he would be able to control the location of Mando without question, but you blew that up. Uh, the only thing I can think of to counter that would be is we don't know where Boba originally landed. Well, the Mandalorian does because he sees him get off. Right. But we don't see the ship anywhere near the Razor Quest. Right. Crest. So I think we could assume that maybe... Moff Gideon thought that all three were there together. He then sends down the two things Maybe. to fight. You think it was a uh, he was trying to a strategy them. to strand them? Yeah, like he he gets down there, the or the two people or the two ships land and they start fighting, and now he he guaranteed they can watch from above. Is cloaked. Yeah, but don't you wait until they get on the ship to blow it up? Well, yes, but um, I that does. Make that, sense. I mean, that's what but I would do. They blew it up before they took Baby Yoda, right? No, it was after. Was it after? Can you mind that I have none? I was going to say that they didn't blow it up until they knew they had hmm. Baby Yoda in hand. No, no, they had Baby Yoda. They were flying back up there. He there was racing go. towards the ship. There you go. And then he blew it up. They, Like, they should have, he sh literally should have, because they have the infrared set up up top. True. Waited until he was on the ship. Why would you not wait till he's on the ship? Uh, you no, know, I, and like, I'll, I'll use the Hunger Games as a great example of this. And this is where, like, there there's a level of tactician um, in war that, you have to be and Moff Gideon to me would be that guy he would be very much in you know um the final the final movie of the the Hunger Games the final book whichever you're one talking about the game maker well yeah but not the game maker you're talking about the two other guys I'm actually talking about at the very 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 end um, whenever Prim dies right Prim dies from what happens is they actually uh blow up packages around kids and they wait till everybody rushes to help and then the actual real explosion takes off, and you take out the medics, you take out the help, you take out the wounded, you take out everybody, mm -hmm. right? And that is a tactician, right? Not it's a good thing. I will absolutely say that's probably the worst fucking thing you could do. Right. But it's if, it's shooting the guy in the leg, waiting for his buddies to come, and then it was in them Saving all. Private Ryan. Yeah. Whenever he wounded uh, Vin Diesel, got wounded from the clock tower. Vin um, Diesel. Yeah. Whenever he was wounded. That was on purpose. You are waiting for this thing to happen. Yeah. Right? And that's, I think, the biggest glaring thing that I had in there was, like, if he really was a tactician, Moff Gideon, right. he would have verified they were on the ship before he fired it. You right. know, because there's there's a warm-up time before that ship will fly. Right? And you have the infrared. You know he's on the ship. Why didn't you? Maybe he's sadistic. 
Maybe he wants them to be left there. Hopeless. I don't think so. I mean, why? Why? I think someone... he's over cocky. You think so? Yeah. And I think I think humiliation is greater than death. Yeah, I was gonna say, what's mm. better than someone who's given you the fucking run around, bested you how many times, made you crash your ship, made a fool of you in front of other? That's uh, the why other you empire. take them out. Take completely. them out. Or leave them on an, on a planet that you know they're at, stuck, hating you because you took the one thing that was keeping them going. Well, maybe not the one thing because afterwards, Mandalorian's very obviously like, well, he's gone. Who cares? Yeah, right. But yeah, I don't know, man. That was the one thing that killed me. Though I was like, man. So let's talk about the uh, the robos. What did the- you say? The Mando doesn't care that the kid's gone. Is that yeah, what you well, said? Well, he does. But at first, he's like, well, the kid's gone. So, well, the, he took the kid. Why are you here? Like, why help me? Oh, you're talking about Mando talking to Boba. Yeah, he he's like, they took the kid. Why help me? Like, who cares? Yeah, well, Boba... I, I feel like he's in a moment of very, like, there's no let's, point. Let's talk about that Boba oath. Let's well, talk about that Boba oath. Um, so Boba made that oath that, like, you know, we will make sure the kid is safe. Um, you, no harm comes to you or the kid. Yeah. So, you know, obviously extended a lot further than Boba probably expected. Um, the ship is blown to trash, obviously. But luckily, he went and got his armor without permission. Yeah. Well, which, which also the tubes uh, was not a part of that armor. The well, rocket was not a part of that armor. On his back? Yeah. That's always been a part. Yeah. Well, no, it was, but it wasn't a part of the armor whenever he got it. Um, every picture you saw of Mando with that armor in that ship did not have either one of those two things. The only thing is his Boba had some extra. That's the only thing I can think of. It's in his, his it's, ship? It's his old ship after he got out of the Sarlacc pit. He, Maybe. He got back in there. You know, he had to stop. He's like, I'm going to reload. Also, I saw someone post this because you said the rocket. Um, what did that one lady tell Mandalorian about the the whistlers? Mm-hmm. They're like, rare. Use yeah. them sparingly. Sometimes he use those. Yeah, Once he's, he's had a lot. Yeah, he, he's like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so back to uh, the previous set though. Um, so anybody watched Battlestar Galactica before? No, no. Um, have you ever seen a picture of a Cylon, which is a Battlestar Galactica like uh, fucking robot? No. These fucking things are Battlestar Galactica robots. Oh, like, okay. Literally picture perfect Cylons is what they are. And it's, as soon as someone's like, like it's so bad. Kind, I guess kinda. I can see what you're going at. Did you look it up? Yeah. No. Like there. And you're like, oh, come on, dude. But we've seen those droids that he has before. Well, no, I know, but this is the first time we actually see it, um, um, you know, up close. And like, those droids? No, they've, they've been all over Star Wars for since the beginning. I'm almost positive. Were I could they? be very wrong. Yeah, I, I'm almost positive that those are droids that I've seen before. I mean, it's possible, but like, I, I don't know, man. You know, it's all, you know, I could. These are the droids I've seen before. Yeah, right. <laughs> These are the droids we were looking at, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'll look it up later. Um, so, anyways, uh, so those, those things come down. Uh, they're very rigid, very like, you know, mur, 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 mur. more the robotic worst, than CP3. C3PO, yeah. Like, the, probably the worst ones we've seen. You would think that they would have had advanced a little bit since then. Like, because is, is that what anybody else saw? They were like, mur, 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 mur. yeah. It was at first I thought they were Mandalorians. Like, Whenever uh, he first launched them and they came flying out, I was like, yeah. "Oh my goodness!" He got his own army. Yeah, that's what I thought. Four sensitive Mandalorians, but just robots. Yeah, just robots. Also, I was dead set that they were gonna say Baby Yoda. Like I, like at first I was like, maybe they'll grab him, but I thought 
Mm. You know, they'd get him back easily. Nope, he on a ship. Yeah, if he would have had his rocket, though, for his back, he would have made it up that mountain in time to get everything oh. saved. Oh, yeah. Like, well, but then he would have had to do air battle with four death droids. But we don't know how well they fight. Well, we don't know how well he fights in the air. Well, we don't know how well Mandalorian kind of sucks half the time. He's, he's okay saying. half the time. on the ground. Right. So Slave One, um, obviously, Mando is going to be heading out with Boba with. Uh, um, well, they obviously Finnick. went to Navarro because they meet up with the sheriff. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> these stripes. <laughs> These stripes. Because these stripes mean something else. Shut up. <laughs> I, I got so upset. I, I was laying in bed when I watched it. I was like, Oh, did you what? say it was for Grogu? I'll be right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's like, These stripes mean something else. And then being the sheriff. And then he's like, Oh, they have the kid. And she's like, Well, say less. That's all you had to say. Come on now. Right. Like, Oh, you teasing me. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you're always teasing me. Also, returning characters. We got. Uh, we yep. got to see Bobo. We got to see what's her name because she got fixed. I can't remember her name. Finnick. 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 Um, we get to see Cara Dune. Cara Dune. And yep. then um, Gina Carrera or whatever it yeah. is. Carrera. Yeah. Also, I think it's Moff Gideon. And Moff. that one girl that I think is going to become something. The one that's always around. Moff's number two. I think she's going to be. Yeah, the second time we've seen her now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of uh, and, repeats uh, on that one. Yeah, the guy they're gonna go spring from prison. Uh, oh, uh, Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Yeah, we get to see Bill Burr so, again. I'm so excited. That one. I just want to see the third thing. pistol. <laughs> so let, let's talk about Bill Burr for a second in this because like that was a really interesting play there for for Mando to to try and spring him because obviously he's the one that got him you know canned in the first place. Right. Um. That has to be next episode. Oh yeah. They, they, like there's well, no way this around is, it. This is a team assemble. Yeah. yeah. So here's here's what I was thinking about. So uh, he's gonna have to go get Bill Burr out. I get it, right? Uh, Cara Delvini is gonna be coming in there. Uh, so obviously, or not Delvini. Uh, Cara uh, Dune. Dune. Uh, she's obviously in there. Um, it's gonna be Mando, Boba, Finnick. Um, I feel like there's still a chance that uh, what's her face uh, from the other Mandalorian group is gonna be there. Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. I have this feeling there's going to be a shootout there. Hey, Bo-Katan, guess what? Dude's got my dog. You know, like, you got to come with. Like, I really have this feeling Bo-Katan is coming back in this next episode because Darksaber. I hear you. That's possible. Um, I don't necessarily think that, but um, I can definitely see how that would play out as part of the, you know... Avengers Assemble type theme yeah. that we've got going and right that's what now. I feel there, you know, yeah. everybody he's gonna call in all the favors yeah um, I don't think we'll see uh, Vant again because without the armor I don't know that he's hmm. the marshal yeah um, Timothy Oliphant <laughs> yeah yeah I don't think he's coming back no I, I don't think he's coming back um, interesting this is the first time since season one that we've seen Kara Dune without Kriego mm-hmm. what's his yeah, name yeah yeah without so, uh, Carl so Weathers so the fact that Carl Weathers wasn't there yeah I, I'm liking my theory I yeah, still I know. do I'm liking I was, my I was theory. just thinking about that as like he he's, yeah we didn't see him so and we didn't see him he's where's he at? trying to play mm-hmm. it you know he's got her feeling comfortable feeling real good got them straps yeah you know all that so um let's talk about Baby Yoda beating the shit out of stormtroopers. That was really cool. Also, 
how did he go from being able to like lift up a rhino off of in not or like out of emotion immediately? Well, yeah, out of emotion and passes out immediately, and then we don't know how long they were in space, and he was sitting there playing with the ball with them, but going from just being able to do that to like force choking, slamming them around a room and holding it for that long. I guess we can say he's training. So he's well, built up. I was thinking about that same thing is like how long you go in, in Moff Gideon also, also played that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of those things that like watching, you know, Grogu do his thing. Um, I assume they probably weren't in there a huge amount of time. Um, because if he wanted to murk them, he would. Um, and that was one, I think the one of the most interesting things is that he did not murk them. Um, and, and I say that like straight up, he could have just straight force choked. And at like first he, he has a value for life. I think the whole reason why he was going to kill Cara Dune is because he really thought Mando was in danger. And so yes. to take her life was the only way to save his. And that's so, exactly my point. A, even though it's a dark force well, thing. The question is, does he know that he is like, he has, they have to keep him alive. Does he know this? I would assume so. I'm, I'm pretty sure that he's aware enough to understand that he's the donor and they have to keep him alive. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty sure that he's that conscious. Also, did you hear what he called Moff Gideon? Hmm. No, I didn't. What was it? I didn't even hear that. I don't either. Yeah. Speaking of, I thought it was really cool. <clears throat> I First, I thought Moff Gideon was doing the, like, feel the hate, feed into it, kill him. Do yeah, it, please. I was wondering about the dark I thought, side. I thought we were about to do that, and then we were gonna get revealed that he was a Sith. My moth, my moth. What did, did you hear? Sith. He said Sith. Really? Okay, one more time. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold I'm on. I'm pretty no. sure it was Sith. Hold on. He says Sith Lord. Does he say Lord? I didn't hear Lord. Let's Listen. do this. I'm gonna turn your your mic up. This is I hear nothing. Twenty-seven fifty, I think. So he's force choking. Oh my goodness! That's like that's like that's like um. That's Did like ghost, not see that. Yeah, that's and like it, Ghost Adventures whisper. Oh shit. But it's also it's also not there in the subtitles. Yeah, that's like uh, Ghost Whisper. Yeah, so shit. it's not in the subtitles. That's Ghost Adventures. That's so a yeah, Ghost that Adventures. Was, that's interesting. Play it six 20, times over. Twenty-seven minutes and like forty-eight to fifty-two seconds. That is all right. But anyway, so Mav Gideon is a Sith Lord. See, Second, yeah, prediction. What's I see, interesting I about so that too, one? But, I didn't see that. I didn't hear that. That whenever I watched, I it. didn't either. I had to hear it on another podcast. A bunch oh, somebody people, else. A bunch of people were chiming in on the live chat, and so I went back and listened to it, and I was like, ah! "See, but does how does how does he know what a Sith Lord is? Like, I mean, obviously, he Anakin, had Anakin Skywalker, yeah, <laughs> became Vader as he murdered everybody. So is that his word him. for just like you're a bad dude? No, I think he understands the difference, and the reason why is because. I think he tries to use the force mm. to take the dark saber, and you see Mav clinch it. I saw that. I remember seeing watching see that. Yeah. So Mav is obviously force sensitive. Oh yeah, he has the dark saber. You know he is. Yeah. So it's just one of those things that between the sound bite, that yeah, and just the overall presence. I'm telling you, this dude is number two right now. See, and I think Grand Admiral Thrawn yeah. is number one. 
and so to play into the continuity of uh, the the final trilogy, uh, mm-hmm. seven, eight, and nine. Um, so right now, Palpatine's dead. Well, yeah, Palpatine is dead, and then Snoke. Yeah, Snoke. Snoke. Yeah, so fucking spoilers. Uh, so Snoke ends up being the number two, basically. Um, and then kind right, of. But the, I don't think he's around yet. Well, that's what I was going to say. So something has to happen uh, for Snoke to come into power, basically. Exactly. Um, so at this point. I think he's being made right now by Palpatine so is without it, an Exegol. So is it a safe bet to say that Moff Gideon has to die? Before the the next trilogy, I don't believe that there are only two Sith lords at a time. I believe the rule of two is not a thing. No, no, no. I believe there are always two, at least minimum. Like there are always mm. two Sith lords, but I believe there can be hundreds, mm. thousands. It doesn't interesting, matter. Interesting, but yeah. there are always two. Interesting thought. Okay, so let's uh, let's let's fast forward a tiny bit there. Um, so. You know, Kara obviously is uh, looking at getting uh, Bill Burr back out of out of prison. Right. Um, she's obviously a sheriff. Why does it have to be a breakout? Why can she not like requisition this guy? Because then it wouldn't be Star Wars. Three ten to Yuma. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right? Like it's, 310 to Yuma well, is the you, perfect example you, of that. You gotta, you gotta have a jailbreak. Yeah. You have yeah. a redemption arc. Uh, this guy screwed Mando before, so why is he willing to go after him now? So obviously there's deeper ties. Yeah, yeah. So what I think is getting ready to happen is they're going to assemble. Uh, we may have one more surprise person join up on the Mando team. <clears throat> if Carl Weathers shows up, they're all screwed. I th- I agree with you. I think if he shows up, yep. like he's gonna if be- he's on the ship, they're all screwed. It's gonna be a does that, it's a trap. Does that mean you think if he's not there, they'll definitely win? No, but I like their chances better. Okay, uh, yeah, I would say I with, with him on the ship, they got a ten percent chance. With him off the ship, they got a seventy percent chance. Okay, yeah. So I agree with that. But um, so the other thing that that was standing out though is that I wonder, and this is just pure speculation right um does the uh the rebel guy that actually uh tried to get cara delvini you know or cara dune back in right the patrol like show up it is he gonna be a part of this next episode uh as part of the avengers team because i honestly feel that he is like i think if she's gonna go for a breakout it's not gonna be a breakout i think it's gonna be a i need an inside man and I think he's the inside man. Like a Suicide Squad move? Kind of, yeah. I, I believe that to be more true than them yeah. actually breaking him out. Yeah. Um, I think it may be, hey, you do this, we're going to knock so much time off your sentence kind of thing. I, I really do kind of see that Suicide Squad yeah. feel. feel coming up in this next episode. Go ahead. You just had a thought. It's one of those thoughts. That's, that's okay. Go ahead. I saw it. It's. <clears throat> I smelled it over here. Mandalorian <laughs> takes his helmet off so he can sneak into prison to be a prisoner to break him out. No. I know it won't happen. I no. just. I, I, you. I tried not no. to. I literally tried not to say this, and I was told to say it. Don't attack Brandon, me, Brandon. His eyes got so big. No. I just went. I just went. That'd be fucking insane. It would be. Who, That's one of my calls. Face? That's the shit that I say. What who's is wrong it, with you? See, face? This, is on, this is the second episode we've done that Wendell has become Brandon Hines. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. No, normally, you guys are always wearing the same color. That would be epic, and I agree with you, but that is never I mean, it's not gonna. Happening. It's not going to happen, but the only reason that made me <laughs> think I of like it. But I like the way you think. I only, do. <laughs> the only reason it made me You're think of well, that was. You're doing well, Padawan. 
is that <laughs> everyone that Mandalorian could bring, I would say, except for maybe Boba, would be it would be seen. They'd be like, "Oh, we know who you are," or they would have some kind of presence where they right. won't get Possibly, far. Yeah. But they, but uh, Cara Dune catches Mandalorian for a crime. I'm just here to book him in. I throw him in cell cell block C four and in cell block. You know, no, I think C4, it'll be. I think it'll be actually a really straightforward oh. concept of her reaching out to dude and being like, "Listen, you did me a favor. We're from the same place. Blah blah blah. Here's the situation, mm-hmm. and here's what I need from you." And the guy'd probably be like, "Fair enough. Mandalorian helped us on top of everything else. You've helped us on top of everything else. I got you." Also, that to me makes the most sense. I also thought about the fact of Boba makes a very clear um, statement in The Empire's Back. And then she's like, what? That can't be. And he goes, I'm staring at it. Mm, mm-hmm. So I, why wouldn't Mandal- Why wouldn't this be spread, getting the new, imp- or the, yeah. the, new, order. The new order on it yeah. to like deal with it immediately? That'd be... I don't see why that isn't Mandalorian's first move is to tell them like, "Hey, go go start some shit." Because mm-hmm. sure, he might not get Yoda back, but having them deal with right. with that immediately would give him so many opportunities to sneak in there and <laughs> grab him. All right. Well, and I think that's the issue though is that he doesn't want to put the kid in harm's in way. Harm's he way. knows he knows that as long as Moff Gideon has him, he's, he's alive. alive. Right. And, and who's to say that the new order just won't? nuke it in order to protect yeah, no, them for no the question the greater good yeah yeah i definitely see that being an issue so but i think they try to play it a little closer to the chest i don't know that they involve um the new order the patrol guys i think those guys will come into play season three so <coughs> um I, w- I was actually thinking about another interesting thing um we have a dp yeah sorry um yeah. Or a root beer's fine. Either way, I gotta reach, bitch. Um, here you go. No caffeine in that one. Uh, this is a professional setting, guys. I no, promise. Right? Listen, we're big in India. That's all that matters. Uh, um, the thing that I was actually thinking about Love more... the turkey or chicken marsala. Dude, tikka. Tikka. <sighs> my jam, dude. Nah. Susie actually likes it. Yeah. And me and Emma. Nah is my jam. Uh, <laughs> um, Off topic, me and Emma made it. For our like sc- from scratch, non, yeah. uh, not non, uh, ch- chicken tikka masala. Oh yeah, but we had non as well. Yeah, did Man. you do it in the crock pot? I know. Okay, yeah. but it was so good, dude. Like actual real non, oh. so good. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, one of the things that actually uh, I was thinking about is that I I want to say, and this is just for pure speculation, I think going into the final episode of this season. I think we're going to get a tie-in to The Force Awakens. I don't know where. I don't know how. Um, one of the things that actually stood out, though, is do you remember the ship that Ray plunders at the beginning of the, of the episode? Yeah. No, the one that was crashed it. on Tatooine? Yeah. No. Uh, on Tatooine. Joppa. Yeah. I want to put money. That's the ship? That's the finale of the season. I'm putting, I'm, I'm putting it out there now. That's what I want to see. I'd have to rewatch it. I don't remember that at all. Well, basically what happens is so there's opening, a whole lot of traitors, and then she's, like, rappelling down in the middle of a, a ship that was a crashed uh, Empire yeah, ship. opening scene, she's on Joppa. There's been a war there. She's diving into the wreckage like and salvaging. pulling out metal, salvaging, and then she 
drags it back to town yeah, and sells it yeah. to sell now it. do any of yeah. you remember anything that she pulled out specifically because there could be very easily because we keep seeing certain parts of the ship that's uh, besides the fact like the little ball where uh, I know it's stupid but we keep seeing the screen of course we keep seeing the screen in there but yeah. I wonder if like there's something we can find in there that they've specifically placed in Maybe. the Mandalorian to give those like who? I'm thinking though, is that like the actual? Because like that that star cruiser that she saw that she was in seemed to be smaller than normal. Star so you cruisers. think it might be this one that we I saw? I think it might be Mossidian ship. It's possible. I mean, there's no reason not to think that. Uh, I mean, it's pure speculation, but yeah, I, I'm going to I'm going to put that into the ether now, and I want to say, well, she and- was in Moff Gideon's ship because the only thing we haven't tied together right now is the rest of the the trilogy. We we tied together the old stuff. We have not tied together the new stuff. You've got Anakin, you've got Boba, so that's first and second sets now. We need that third trilogy tied, and I think yeah. that ship is the tie. Well, I mean, it, it's either that or. Um, I'm still hearing a lot of Luke Skywalker um, as being the Jedi that shows up that hears the call. No, I, I don't think it is, though. I, no, I agree I understand with you that. Uh, that, that I'm seeing a lot of that, and I think that's hopeful thinking. Uh, I think it is, I don't too, think it is him, yeah. But, I mean, also, you got to think, who are they going to bring? I mean, if they're already dropping Boba, mm-hmm. who's one of the most beloved characters in all Star Wars. I don't think Mark Hamill or or uh, anybody associated with the actual franchise will be that. I think it's going to have to be um, something from off-canon that wants to be canon. Like, that's how I view it. Or like, we get a pull from... Like, Bo-Katan, off-canon, became canon. Sure. Right? And, like, that's the same kind of thing. I think that's what's going to have to happen. It's going to have to be a Jedi well, off-canon. Right. A Sokotano. It's, it's going to have to be an off-canon... <clears throat> becoming canon. He could also pull from deep lore. Well, no, I agree. Well, yeah. and the other talk was like Ezra. Mm. Or, um... Oh my goodness. What if it's Moff Gideon? What if he's the one who responded to the call? Sith Lord. I know he had the tracker beacon, and of course we can say that, but what if he's the one uh, who responded? I think that's... No. I know that's too You're much. You're still were, in my head. How? If we <laughs> just heard, we just heard him say head. Sith Lord? Who, who Yoda... <laughs> Who Yoda? Who Grogu calls out to is Grogu's choice. As I far thought, as what I understand, but does Grogu know who they are? Does he just freak? He, he knows he the difference between light and dark. Well, I think he feels whoever he. I listen. You and I feel the same. I get you. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, I understand that, but obviously, he could distinguish the difference between him and Moff Gideon mm-hmm. if he's going to call him a Sith Lord. Absolutely. So I, so I think he can kind of distinguish between light and dark at that point. I thought it was he just reached out and someone. I think responded. it's I think it's a connection. It, it so what it is is like whenever you're chosen as a Padawan, mm-hmm. there is a link between you and the Jedi that selects you. Yeah. So like in order for Anakin to be selected, Qui Gon felt him mm-hmm. and went right. to him. Right. Same thing with Anakin and Asaka Tano. Right. Anakin felt her and sought her mm-hmm. out. It wasn't the other way around. Right. Your apprentice doesn't seek you out. You seek yeah. out your apprentice. Right, right. You call your Timothy. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it's a biblical reference. It's Paul and Timothy. Yeah. Um, so. No, it's after stuff. Don't worry <laughs> it, it, it's epi- I, like I said, I just recently rewatched episode one. So I've got a lot of, of that good. stuff. No, throw the little chunks in. I was going to say, I never realized that Anakin's mother 
Mary. She had she it's virgin Jesus. birth. I never understood that. I never yeah. caught that she was just like there was no father. So, I carried him. I birthed him. Yeah. All right. So um Marcos and I watched Religulous together. I know you watched it years yeah. ago with me, and then you've never probably seen it because what was that again? you have been five. Religulous. Uh, Bill Maher. Um, and mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a I, comedian telling you about was, history. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to get into it too deep, but there is a part in there where this nerdy, nerdy white kid um, is at uh, the Holy Land theme park in Florida, right? And Bill Maher is asking a question, and the kid goes, you know, in uh, episode one, uh, you know, Anakin was born of a virgin, and where did we hear that before? And, like, he's like, yeah, it's floated around several things, like pointing out, like, the kid was trying to uh, say that, like, Anakin was Jesus, um, where Bill Maher at the point was making uh, the point that, you know, several other had the same lineage of Jesus, you know, when just Jesus had, had that story. Um, and it's so funny is like that that exact concept is pulled in that movie and you watch it and you feel for bad for the kid and I think it's because of how it was framed but even then you're just like kid <laughs> like calm down like because <laughs> this was been this probably was about the time that episode or that season, that episode came out it's probably 2004 yeah. or 5 it yeah. would have been fresh yeah anyways um, let's get back to the uh, yeah, the yeah, episode of hand uh, ratings. Where are you putting this one? Because I'm kind of torn. I'm in such a weird spot with it. I don't know. I'm going to give it an eight and a half. Yeah? Yeah? There was enough wrong with it that I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Boba Fett. Uh, right? Uh. Uh. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> There's this guy on TikTok. I can't think of his What's name right TikTok? now. What's a TikTok? Right? Hey, boomer. He, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Every time uh, he gets on, he does what's called a sink it and drink it. Okay. And so he slams like boiler makers of all. Oh, different is that the cranberry kinds. guy? Yeah, the cranberry and Guinness guy. That yeah. I okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so every time he opens a bottle or something, he goes, "Oh yeah." <laughs> and this guy's like bigger than me. It's really quite disturbing. That's not at all what I was doing. I was doing the turtle humping a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, me and Emma went to the zoo and we saw the two uh two turtles having sex. It was cool. Yeah, that was great. Uh Wendell, what are you giving this one? I don't know. Did you see me over here thinking hard about it? I did. I saw smoke rising. I don't know. I, on one hand I wish I liked the action in it. I just wish there was more. I felt I mean, like, like I felt like there I was like, a lot of action. I know, in this I, know one. I know there was crushing people's helmets. Well, I, and then th- what's your face? Uh, Finnick just murking people left and yeah, right. Yeah. No, no, I think all of that was amazing, and I enjoyed every second of it. I just I don't know it. It felt small for a party that was supposed to like, like in my mind, this was like they're ready. This is the moment where they're pulling all stops. They're going in. They're getting the mm. child back from the Mandalorian. Why would you send two small crafts that are going to leave? Mm. Now, sure, they knew that they... I'm sure Moff Gideon knew he's going to blow the ship up anyways. Right. But, like, that's all you send plus four droids? I mean, this guy literally murked an entire garrison. Yeah. With him, some guy who handed out bounties, and an old stormtrooper. Right. And a droid that I don't think fought at the time. Right. You're only sending two... What I don't know how big a what are you is. talking about? That droid killed half the fucking battalion. He came in riding it. I couldn't remember what Hold happened. Oh, it's speeder been a bike. Yeah, yeah, no less. You don't and remember he rode the speeder bike into town and he no. was just swinging. Yeah, bro, he it was, was a year ago. My brain. He had the kid in front of him and, and he was blah, spinning blah, around. Blah, 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 bl
So what do you give it though? You're on a t-shirt. You're on a t-shirt. You're on a t-shirt. I give it an eight. Eight point five. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. I, 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 I still really enjoy it, and I mean, I just want. I'm an action boy. I like seeing people get their heads crushed and gunfights, and I love all that stuff. So whenever there's not enough of it to me, I just get disappointed. So were you upset whenever he took out both ships with one shot? <laughs> uh, yes. Me. Not yes. really. I kind of as yes, soon as was. as soon as I saw him launch it, and I saw and I saw the initial explosion, I was like, "Oh, it's going to hit the other one." I kind of knew it was going to happen, so I wasn't, I guess, disappointed because I saw it. But yeah, it was kind of stupid. I it, was good with it until he said, I was, I was aiming for the other one. I was aiming yeah. for it. <laughs> like, oh. Uh, uh, you just gave up yourself, yeah. Uh, All right, so unpopular opinion, seven. Yeah? Okay. And here's why. You're good. Um, number one, it felt like a cheesy TV show again. Like, it had that feeling. Yeah. There were so many cheesy bullshit moments um number one what you just said right like you were kind of like bro um after you just took out everybody yeah and then the coordinated walk up to baby yoda like the the strategic all four around him step 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 like i think it was supposed uh, to be very methodical uh, and very mechanical i i understand this to it over still was very just like nine, ten. Uh, it was cheese um and, and that's the issue i ran into multiple times like i understood this is a very pivotal point for the show this was a great uh, example of like certain aspects but if you compare this to uh, a Sakatano's episode and like the feel and the the atmosphere and the the cinematography this was trash this well, was this see- was the NCIS of like uh, of all of the episodes did you see who the director was no i didn't it's robert rodriguez yeah it still was yeah. trash dust till dawn i know who he is yeah yeah so I, I, the, the it's reason not why that I it say was that. trash. Hold it on. was just it was very TV. Hold on. The reason why I say that is because he's known for his quirky little sense of humor. Yeah. And so, like, if you go watch Dust Till Dawn, there are parts of it that oh, yeah. literally make you cringe. Absolutely. <laughs> and so Listen, I think he kind of George stayed, Clooney kills. Oh him, yeah, man. I yeah. think I think he literally stays true to himself here. Um, he, yeah, but it's not the right atmosphere. I understand that's where you're the issue from. I have. Is it doesn't feel. He like also the did other it on episodes. short notice, and I don't know oh, how he? much. I don't know any stories on. Behind. So he wasn't originally slated to direct it. Mm. I don't know if they were already in production or someone called him in as a favor, but it was something that was unscheduled See, for him to take over. And I don't know how much time he had to talk to Filoni. Yeah, and so I think anything that Filoni touches is gold. Yeah, and whenever Filoni's not involved, it's hit and miss. So I just feel like I like. It, I think seven's a solid response. Yeah, it, it just it didn't have the same feel, and I I don't like where it went. I think that uh, if it wasn't so uh, faithfully executed in the previous episode in feel and execution, that this could have been fine. Um, I probably could have right. gotten a little bit higher, but. Or riding the wave kind of petered out on this. Yeah, one. it's it's hard to it's hard to follow Filoni. Yeah, it really is. It really and, is. and I don't disagree. But like, um, you know, and, and I have to ask myself, like, you know, Kevin Smith, who is a you know director and does all yep, kinds yep. of shit. Um, you know, his style, mm-hmm. I would actually fit better to this episode than Robert Rodriguez. I didn't know Robert Rodriguez is the one that did it. I know it's crazy. If, right? if you would told me Kevin Smith did, I'd been like, yeah, okay, I get that. 
Mm. Like it, it has that that different feel. Um, but everything has been so grandiose and so like thematic and feeling and, yep. and gritty and like it, well, and I it, think- it has this point and I loved it. And then this episode, I was kind of like, cheese is too thick. Yeah. Calm your shit. And see, for me, I think without Robert Rodriguez, we don't get the Boba Fett that we got. I agree with you. I think that you're absolutely right. And like the so, zombie style, like killings over, over the top. Dude, just, I see it. And yeah. so the, the whole thing is, you know, I think we got what Robert Rodriguez does. Well, did it, did it mesh with everything that we've gotten so far? No. Yeah. I think it, you're exactly it, right. It, it was a different style shot. It was a shorter, mm-hmm. I think it was less than 35 minutes. Yeah. I think it was like right at 30. Like um, yeah. It was pretty action-packed, but there was enough lull time where you kind of rolled your eyes, mm-hmm. and there was always that awkward, like, well, I didn't really need to know that. Yeah, it you was know, like, It was filling play- gaps. It was filling space. Well, and, like, the interaction, I've got target. Fire away. Don't hurt the child. Abort. Now she's giving orders? Right, like... <sighs> like what? And that's the issue I had. No, I, and I, I get had that. too many... I do. But like I said, uh, Star Wars eight point five. <laughs> yeah, like in the in this episode compared to the season, it's probably mid rated at best. It's definitely well, it's definitely not towards the top end, but it's definitely not towards the worst end. Yeah, like this would be the median episode for me. Okay, so one you've got Cobb and the dragon. Yeah, that's that's fucking gangster. Yeah. Two you had Asaka Khan. Or Osaka, yeah, Osaka Tano. Not number two. No, no. I, well, I'm, I'm not talking. I'm talking in order. Oh no, no, yeah. yeah. Um, two. Sorry. Yeah, three, was three whenever. Was filler. Where did he go? Was no, that whenever he went to the other planet with Bo-Katan? And then three was whenever he left. And it was the ice planet, and, and landed on the ice planet. And then four, he landed back in Navarro. Right. They had to go to the place and shoot it all up yeah story of his life five he meets a sakatano mm-hmm. six was this episode yeah so would you say it's the second episode in the six that you've gotten because one it's it's not better than one no it's not better than one it's definitely not better than two it's four not better than it's got to be the second worst episode yeah. so you've got three at the bottom and then number six yeah Ooh. i mean like wendell do you agree with that do, do you know what we're talking about? No idea. I, I thought you guys were talking about episode numbers, so I started... Well, we were talking, talking about, about what season. episodes, but where do you put this episode in comparison? So... This is one step above episode three in the ice planet with the weird little spider spiders. Spiders. Because your other options are Asaka Tano, which is not it. better than that. Bo-Katan. Not better than that. Cobb Vant. Not better than that. And then the assault on the uh, laboratory. Cares. I think the laboratory was my favorite one. Right. So is this one better than any of those? Mm, I the only reason I would say yes to that is because they took the child. This is mm. the first time we've gotten some serious like oh my like like I was I thought well for we all sure, knew man, though but no. we all called the kid was getting kidnapped. I thought he I I mean when I saw this I thought he was going to get saved. I thought they were just drawing out that mm. like you know six they they show you twenty seven different angles of a of a car jumping. Just to, like, you're like, okay, I've seen it from all angles. What other angle? And then it goes underneath the car, and you're like, I don't need this. 
Yeah. I felt that way whenever Mandalorian was climbing up that. That map, I agree. Which I understand they were showing like he was far away and he, it, this is like a it's moment Lance, where he's racing. It's he, Lancelot charging the castle. It is. I haven't seen that movie. Um, I know which movie you're talking about though. I'm pretty sure. Um, you made me sad. It's, it's the Monty Python. Yeah, Monty Python. Yeah, Python. Really good. Um, I. Uh, what is your favorite color? Again, um, I think that blue. I, no green. I, th- I thought <laughs> I thought he was gonna save. I thought he was gonna save Grogu. So I, I whenever no, I Grogu you. got yoinked, I was oh no, oh my goodness, holy hell! Like, but I we all knew up. that was happening. I didn't. I thought he was. Gonna we get called saved. it in the last episode. Yeah, we called it, but I mean, it's, that doesn't mean it's gonna uh, happen. I was still was like, I was like, oh, he's gonna get saved. It was called tragedy. Yeah, it was called. I thought someone was gonna die. That was the blowing up of the ship. I'm still going with that. Oh yeah, I, that probably Terrible. hit me more than the child. Oh was, yeah, was the ship. I was like, <laughs> you, I was like, like, I was like, oh, the Razor Crest. Gone. Nah, fuck, fuck, the kid. I was like, the Razor Crest. That was his whole home. Oh no, Red Lobster. Yeah. <laughs> that was his only home. <laughs> All right, so let's wrap it with uh, next episode. What's happening? I mean, I, I got to go with Avengers Assemble, and I do think that we're gonna see Bo-Katan again. I do think we will see Bo-Katan again. I think we get what we. I think we get the crew we have now plus Bilber. I think we're gonna get the, the full breakout, and the next one after this is them going after a foursome. I think season three is Bo-Katan and Asaka Tano come and join this. I think that's the finale of the season. Mm, I don't. I, don't, I think it's a season too early. I, I think this mm. is going to be one more go again between Mav and the Mando. And uh, his little team versus whatever Gideon's mm. got. Um, also, if the Mandalorian doesn't, as soon as Moff Gideon shows himself to the Mandalorian, doesn't use one of those whistlers just to blow his head off, what the fuck is the Mandalorian doing? I know. I know, I know, like, of course, there's going to be no gonna show. Let him dialogue. There's going to be no show if that happens. But Look at like, you, you got me dialoguing. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> For reals. For reals. Syndrome. Syndrome. <laughs> That's an Incredibles reference, guys. Um, so wrapping out here, um, where do you place this, Wendell? Bottom three or top three? I'd say top three. Top three. Nick? So much coming to light with Baby Yoda being kidnapped in Sith custody. It's got to be top three. Mm-hmm. I got bottom three. I know. Still. So, so much happened. It. The kid was taken. Think think about it. So Imagine your kid being I taken would, and then your car being blown up. You'd just be like. Oh, so as much as I love the Cobb Van Zant and the dragon and all that. Yeah. I don't know that it did much more to the story than give me Boba Fett's armor. Darn. No, I understand that. But this one, you get the kid moving on. Gideon developing even more. Mm-hmm. So I, I see this as a more impactful episode than the dragon one. So between dragon, <laughs> frostbite spiders, right, and then uh, I, as much as cool as it was to see Bo-Katan and all of them, the lobster dudes kind of pissed me off. So mm. no, what, I killed your brother. Yeah, I killed your brother. Yeah. <laughs> You right. killed my brother. So uh, on behalf of uh, Marcos on this one, uh, I'm going to say he rated it as the best he's ever seen in his life. And wow. we're going to ridicule him uh, completely from now on. Wow. Uh, whether he believes that or not. 
Fair. Okay. Sorry, Marcos. <laughs> Sucks for you, bro. You should have shown up. Bring Timothy Olafon. <laughs> He'll have All right. you back. Uh, bye, guys. Bye. Till next week.